just uh, kick it off. So um, here at the basement, we've um, for Canberra Metalheads, you got Marky Malpas, and I'm here with um, we got Skits from um, from the from the gig tonight, man. How you doing? Good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, good, good. Good. Just uh, reclipping my lav mic, man. <laughs> we had a little bit of fun trying to get it sorted out. I've got the beard; I can just hook it straight in, man. But that's fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Good to have you on the show, dude. I've been Thank watching. You. Well, like I, I mentioned before, I, we've got a lot of the Canberra Metalheads listeners. A lot of the like, you know, the. 80s 90s fans all that sort of stuff i'm more in the newest newest stuff so i yep. know you more like king parrot sort of era okay yep um but the you know you've got a massive resume of all this awesome shit you've done over all the years man what you know what's what's it like to see metal evolve over the years uh it's been fucking crazy really yeah, yeah. i mean like seeing coming from like that late 80s our start off point there um, and seeing how uh, death metal came into like a huge, became a huge genre. Um, coming out of the thrash era as well, and then seeing how uh, metal turned into all sorts of other genres. Some of them disgusting, some of them <laughs> really fucking cool. Like yep. in the black metal scene evolving in the early 90s, which was a massive influence on myself. Um, and just a lot of projects that I ended up doing in the, in the future yeah. from that point on. Um, and some of the 80s bands as well that were a big influence on uh, some of the bands that I played in, like Damaged, when we first started, which was like um, a lot of bands like uh, Slayer, Possessed, yep, yep. Uh, Venom, of course, Celtic Frost, Bathory, all the good stuff like that. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just seeing all this stuff evolve um, and still knowing that there's people that love a lot of that old school metal mm, um, yeah. even though there's been like a hundred other different genres and trends and yeah. coming and going and seems to be the constant sort of thing yeah, yeah yeah and then just seeing that extreme metal still exists um, in in a way that people respect old school metal and it's it's not dead it's not gone it's not yep. it's not over mm. it's definitely not over so yep. i um i'm very uh, happy that that's still the case yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's good man yeah good so, to see it like evolve over the years and go all this great like i mentioned i sort of know you from the king parody and stuff like that and and we got all the like original listeners for the show and stuff they've seen you for like with the metal for the brain and all that sort of shit yep. Man, you, you're playing here in Canberra tonight. What's your story? Have you got any like stories or memorable gigs from Canberra over the years? Uh, there's a few. Uh, I mean, we played Metal for the Brain, I think about maybe five times. Yeah. First time uh, I remember playing was in 95, and I was pretty blown away actually, yeah. just at the, how many people were actually part of the that whole um, community of, uh, metal for the brain, the bands, the the vibe, mm. uh, the whole thing. It was like a for everyone involved. It was like an epic sort of adventure for all the metal bands. Every year, once a year, you go and play metal for the brain, and it just got bigger and bigger and bigger over yeah, the years. Yeah. Um, it went from I, I guess like I don't, I, don't, I can't remember exactly how many, but uh, it just built up to probably. Massive, massive, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, 
there was that, and then there was quite a few other shows that Damage played in the nineties, which yep. um, were pretty cool. Like, like yeah. uh, Canberra Metalheads were very receptive to Damaged, and it really did well. But one of my most memorable was supporting Morbid Angel. Yeah. Uh, at the ANU bar in um, April '96. Fuck yeah, dude. That was probably the pinnacle of my favourite uh, my favorite band and doing the support at the same time. Yep. Um, and just just that whole vibe, Morbid Angel. Yep, yep. Fucking just totally sick. So that was that's my most memorable. Yeah, fuck yeah. Canberra gig, yeah. 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 The, the, I've been to a couple of gigs there, like in that same, same area. It kind of died off a little bit at the end, but yep. that seemed to be the main spot for big gigs in Canberra. Like the, that, that, I knew, bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew, bar, yeah. That was a very cool venue. I really, really enjoyed that. Yeah, like, and, and there was, there's a few spots around town. I mean, right now, the basement where we're filming this is the, the main spot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it seems to be the one place that sort of holds on. Um, have you played gigs here before, like at the basement before? I've played here with King Parrot. Yeah, that's right. King I've Parrot. also played here with um, another band called Insidious Torture. Okay. Which was a, um, it was the band that happened after Terrorist. Yeah. It was two terrorist members and then it just got, it turned into more of a nasty death metal band after that. Fuck yeah. But we played, that would have been 2009, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. so a long time ago. Yeah, fuck. Um, and I believe I played here before with another band. I'm just, I just can't remember which one it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, King I definitely Parrot. remember King Parrot yeah. days, man. Um, we sort of, we'll, we'll go back through like the resume a little bit more in a, in a moment, but fucking King Parrot, man. That's like when I first got into King Parrot, um, when I first started seeing them live, that was here. You were the you were the drummer. Yeah. Um, and dude, I fucking just remember just being like, I don't think I really knew what to expect at first because I'd heard a King Parrot, never seen them live at that point. You guys roll up. I see you. I'm just like, fuck. This is like, that guy has to be the fucking drummer. You just know, right? Like, it's like <laughs> the fucking like. I've seen some of the clips and shit. I I, I just really um, I really like the vibe that I got from King Parrot. Um, with the, you as the drummer, the energy, yeah, yeah. But dude, I tell you what, it was like it's. It nearly seemed like the band was trying to keep up with you. Like it was like you were just so fucking intense and fast. Yeah, yeah. I was probably giving it a red hot shot. I get a bit too excited. Yeah, yeah. On the drums. Yeah, yeah. Um, the adrenaline starts flowing, and then you start speeding up the fucking songs, and then you don't even realise. Yeah. And then at the end of it, they're like, "Fuck, that was." fast i'm like was it was it really <laughs> i don't know i actually sometimes i get into a i don't know you're possessed by the fucking whole thing yeah it's, yeah it's uh you're in the moment and there's that much adrenaline and sweating and whatever yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, i get it man like it and king parrot's a fucking fast heavy fast hitting band as well like to be yeah. able to try and keep that up to them as well that's what made them you know that's the sound that they have and had as well it's like a hybrid uh grindcore and a couple other elements thrown in there um that just sort of give it that real psychotic sort of yeah. energy yeah yeah as opposed to sort of just straight laced stylized grindcore or whatever but yeah that was a that was a good band to play a lot of different styles of things at the same time mm. lots of thrash 
lots of blast beats, tons of different rock parts, heaps, mm -hmm. heaps of different dynamics, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, um, so that's like sort of up to now. What, what sort of stuff are we expecting for the gig tonight? Damaged. Old school damaged off Do Not Spit. Yep. So it's only off the first album. Um, and I'm playing some Hobbs Angel with Death songs. Fucking shout um, out. And I, I, I played with Hobbs for about a year and um, it was just something that I really enjoyed. I went to Europe and we had a great time and I just thought I'd play a few songs. So yep. doing that and I'm also doing some Manicore songs. Mm -hmm. um, and Steve, the, the guitarist that's doing it with me, is the original uh, Manicore guy. Yep. So um, it was something cool because I've known him for practically nearly 30 years. Mm -hmm. um, and because Damaged and Manicore used to play shows together yep. and part of that whole Australian um, extreme metal thing. Yep. Um, and uh, also playing a couple of terrorist songs. So Fuck, good just, mix. Yeah, just to, just I don't know because I wanted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why we fucking do anything we do, isn't it? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly right. So it's just it was a concept I came up with and decided to um, just do. Yeah, yeah, fucking great idea, great yeah. tour, man, and it's got a massive backing. This has brought all the old school metalheads out of the it's woodwork, good. dude. I've looked around, I've seen people I haven't seen for fucking years, man. Yeah, it's just crazy. Just up. Yeah. people from all around, not just from Canberra. There's people here from fucking New South Wales as well that have travelled. That's so cool. That's that's really cool. It's brought everyone together tonight, man. Yeah, nice. Um, now we were talking about gigs previously. You spoke about some damage and stuff, man. Have you got any like any sadistic execution stories, man? Oh, sadistic Gigs execution. Or anything, yeah. Oh, well, that, that fucking whole thing was outrageous. Um, the uh, European tour was something to behold. Yeah. It was like a freak show um, every day. It was like a fucked up, um, like um, some sort of a, I don't know, a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. But, but the gigs were cool. Um, and Pale Nazarene and Absu uh, were awesome. Yeah. And that experience was just fucking outrageous. Like, it was just like, what the hell? This is true underground fucked up extreme metal. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was a fight on the bus. We nearly got kicked off the tour. Fuck. Uh, there was a broken hand. Chris broke his hand. Uh, there was a lot of drunk in chaos yeah yeah there was a fucking wanking competition <laughs> um <laughs> yes <laughs> and a certain guy from Impala Nazarene or Mika was walking around with a a sadistic, sadistic execution shirt covered in cum the next day and he was very proud of that um care Gotta of, do it better than the next care day, of right? care of a certain guitarist from a certain band and um, it was just absolute chaos. Fuck, that sounds insane, dude. Which is exactly what sadistic execution really is. I mean, that band is chaos. Yeah. Uh, no matter what anybody says. So um, that was something that I could never fucking ever, I don't know. Like recreate. Recreate, or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just fucking madness. So. I don't think anyone could just, like like I mentioned, I'm, st I'm not saying that I was part of that scene or in that scene. I'm just not, not, haven't been around for that long. 
Um, but I would definitely like to get stuff out there so that people that work and appreciate hearing it from you, you know, and hearing it from the show. Yeah. So, like, um, yeah, that, that's that's why I like to sort of get... Because I, I, you know, get people on the show we spoke to, like some of the original metalheads from Canberra as well. So we like to get all those old stories. So as much as I can, like, transcribe it back to them and they're sitting there going, like, fuck, I remember those days, man. Like, there's dude, the stories I've... Heard from Sadek shows here in Canberra, like just insane, yes. fucking cool shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so there's like, so you pretty much, it was just pure chaos the whole time. Yes. Is that? Do you think that's kind of what shaped your style of drumming at any point? Does it? Is that kind of what what evolved into what you do now? Did that uh, have a lot of influence? Not necessarily. Um, with Damaged, I was already doing a lot of that chaotic stuff. Like the first. Damaged album, like by the time we'd done that, things had just evolved, like with that style for us, uh, from pretty much sort of starting off just doing some thrash covers and like playing like Slayer, Metallica, Celtic Frost, um, just stuff like that. Mm. And then it just, we started listening to bands like Obituary, Cannibal Corpse, Deicide, Morbid Angel, Atheist. Malevolent Creation, all the American death metal. And then uh, there was also the uh, European bands. Entombed mm. uh, was, was like the first Swedish death metal band I'd heard. And then those styles came into some of the, like the meshing of the styles and the, uh, the influences that were coming in. Mm. Because we were drawing from so many different things at the same time. And all the members that were involved were just like bringing in like something new or something you know, that no one had heard before and say, what do you fucking think about this? And be like, okay, that's sick. Now I've got these different ideas. I don't know, it just kept on evolving yeah, in a yeah. way that made the music not necessarily, uh, we didn't create it um, out of some sort of like plan. Mm. It just happened that way. Yeah, yeah. Because you got two different guitarists, two guys that have got different ideas. Yeah. You got a vocalist that's into a whole heap of different things that I might not be into. Yeah, yeah. My drumming, I, I was heavily influenced by drummers like Mickey D from uh, King Diamond and Motorhead. Yep. Gene Hoglan, uh, Steve Shane from Dareside, Pete Sandoval uh, from Morbid Angel and Terrorizer. Um, and then there's a whole bunch of others, but I just was drawing every day. I was just soaking up all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, like just studying basically metal. Um, and just, we were rehearsing all the time as well. Um, none of us really had jobs. Yeah, you just devote just everything to it. We just played every, nearly every single day. Fuck. We were rehearsing um, and things were just fucking just... Great, like we're just yeah. doing gigs every week, sometimes a couple of gigs a week, playing on fucking weeknights, Melbourne metal scene um, and all the punk scene and the fucking hardcore and the fucking crusty scene and the black metal and the death metal and the, all the fucking bands. Yeah. There was a lot of uh, gigs where you had totally different styles mm. playing together. There was no sort of divide between too much. Yep. It was like, okay, you could put thrash metal, death metal, black metal, 
industrial, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Fucking hardcore, yeah. punk, crust, core. I don't, I don't know. It was all just mix it all up. Mix it all up, and all these bands were even influencing each other. Yeah, yeah. And the Melbourne metal scene was just fucking going right off its guts. Yeah, yeah. Bremelin, Blood Duster, fucking. It was all just all the fucking bestie Wallust and fucking. Uh, Holy shit. Heaps of heaps of cool stuff that was going on at the time. Yeah. Um, and of course, the rest of Australia was just sick as well. Misery uh, from Queensland, which was a another f- band for me that was a big influence. Which I'm actually playing some songs yeah. up in um, Brisbane with those guys, which is going to be sick. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so um, Misery, Armored Angel. Yep. Uh, fuck man. You've had Joel on the show before, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, really loved uh, all of the old Armored Angel yeah. stuff. That was cool as. And just, yeah, just seeing how all that just kept on evolving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And all the bands helping each other out. There was a lot of friendships and it just, it, it went on for a long time. Yeah, it seemed like it'd be a solid, and, and even now, man, like I said, like gigs night tonight. People coming out that have known each other for fucking years and just rebonds everybody back together around metal. Oh yeah, you know? it's sick. It's uh yeah, it's a fucking great time. And I so I got there's a few there's a few like tech nerds that listen to the show and all that sort of shit, man. So I got to get a rundown. What sort of kit do you run? I've got a Pearl Masters um, kit, which is uh, the one I got at home's got um, uh, three mounted toms, two floor toms, two kick drums. Um, really nice sounding kit, um, and uh, also um, a Zildjian set of Zildjians, um, Mega Bell ride, which is really chunky, heavy fucking ride symbol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a five kilo piece of metal, so that sounds nice and sick for that um, heavy extreme metal stuff. Yep. Um, and some nice crash symbols and a uh, nice little china symbol. So yeah, it's it's um, it's exactly the same. I've got the the Pearl Masters tonight, which I'm using, but it's like the the kit that I get from my uh, for my endorsement with Pearl and yep. Zildjian. So yeah. Yeah, cool. And yeah. do you find that travels well, sort of thing? Like, do you have like a travel kit and one that you'd have sort of like more permanently set up, or? Um, I've got the kit that stays at home. Yeah. And then I just take, I get the, the the, the higher um, yeah. endorsement kit yeah. for the tour, so then I don't have to, you know, pack up pack my kit up. Yeah, and yeah. do all that sort of stuff because that's just a lot of stuffing around. <laughs> yeah, and, and you 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 pretty much like when you've got it set up, like you're pretty much playing all day, right? Like you've just constantly been able to play, whereas if you've got to pack it up and all that sort of oh, stuff. Oh, I've got my so drum that. studio at home. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I got built purposefully uh, with my new house. So I got um, the drum room designed so I could actually have a drum studio. Holy shit. Uh, yeah. I've got a drum riser in there and I've got my kit all set up there permanently. So I can do recording, which I've already done. I've um, tracked a couple of things in there already. Fuck yeah. Um, which will be coming out sometime later this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, full length album um, I've done. And Is that- like yourself, is that like with a uh, what? That's what's one that released of on? one of my bands. Yeah. Um, I won't go into too much detail yeah, at yeah. This, this point, yeah. but yeah, it's one of my one of my bands. It's a, it's a black metal. Yeah, band. cool. Yeah. 
like another project, man. Yes. So, yeah, I, I obviously don't want to draw too much info out, but it's good to have that, like, as a back, like, good to have that info out there so that people can keep an eye out for when it is released, you know, because that's, that's fucking awesome. It's good to have yeah. little, little, you know, teasers like that in the show, things that you're working on for the yeah, future. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of the time, you know, people that are sort of smashing it out in the scene early on might sort of stick to one thing and that's it. Whereas it seems like you're so diverse and been in so many different projects over the year. It's so years. It's so fucking cool to see that you're still putting out content and for different projects and stuff. I've got like about uh, five at the moment. Um, they're all totally different to each other. Mm. I've got one which is experimental. Uh, psychedelic black metal is what it's been called. Yeah. That's Plasmodium. That's coming out. Um, in a coffin box set sometime soon. Yep. That's real abstract, weird, sort of um, fucked up experimental music. Yep. Um, and then there's a couple other things that I've done. I did one called Dreaming Death, which is like old school 80s, late 80s sounding. It's like death and pestilence and possessed, yep. like that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So thrashy sort of death metal. Yeah, yeah. Um, very. Fuck very cool that I, I did with a... Such a um, good combo, man. Like, thrash death. It's like yeah. You just got two fucking, in, in, like, extreme types of metal and smashed them together. Yeah, yeah. It's just, um, you know, being able to do those sorts of things because I was heavily influenced by a lot of that stuff. But it's also uh, sometimes hard to find those sorts of players sometimes when you are thinking about doing those sorts of projects mm. because there's... Uh, certain styles that you just don't hear sometimes and if you do find those people it's like wow I can't believe you're playing this style of whatever it is yeah yeah like uh, that sort of death metal or whatever because uh, death metal has evolved into all sorts of different things these days death metal uh, that uh, maybe like it's not necessarily my sort of thing yeah. but um, yeah, it's it's gone into all these very technical sorts of things. There's so many different different genres, yeah, genres man. Yeah, yes, yeah. but yeah, you know what I mean. It's just um, being able to do some stuff that that I can relate to. Mm. Yeah, that sort of thing. But I'm very open to all these other things as yeah, well, yeah. to a degree. There's yeah, some well, shit that I just go, oh, fuck, fuck <laughs> off. Yeah, yeah, I've been there before, man. But yeah, yeah we, we hear a bit of everything. So, um, man, fucking um, appreciate you being on the show. That Thank you very much. That wraps us up with our time, man. And I, I really, really do appreciate you taking the time to hang out. Legend. And um, being Thank on there, much. man. And just before we wrap up, man, yep. I've got one fan-submitted question. I need okay. to fucking get it out there. Yep. Are you a folder or a scruncher? <laughs> that's, that's the number one. Top, oh. Top rated question. A fold or a scruncher? Yeah, yeah. Oh, fold? Fold? Yeah, fuck yeah. So that's, <laughs> from, that's from Bobby from Wretch. There we go. There's a fucking fucking oath. There you go. Folder. All right, let's uh, wrap it up with that, man. Thanks again for being on the fucking show. And um, Cheers, looking mate. forward to the gig tonight, man. And I might even grab some uh, a little bit of live footage as you're playing and chuck it at the end Sweet. of this video yeah, for totally. people to check it out. Thanks, man. Um, so, yeah, thanks for being on. And uh, make sure you check out yeah check, check out all the social medias, man. You got any shout-outs there for the social media before we wrap um, it up? Just a big thanks to um, Pearl and Zildjian 
for um, the endorsements and for the help for the for the tour, um, and for everyone that's kind of come out to these shows. Yep. And for Tony and and your mate for putting the show yep. the show on, and for all of my uh, musicians that are playing with me that are um, coming out to do these shows is just awesome. Yeah. Yeah, perfect, man. Don't yeah, and uh, thanks to all my friends as well that have supported me and all the people that have been uh, helping me out over the years. Yeah, fuck yeah, solid, man. And guys like you, thank oh, you. Oh, dude, like, I appreciate it. Very thank humbling, you very man. I, 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 without without you guys, we couldn't do what we do. Sweet. Um, so we, we totally fucking appreciate it, man. Excellent. Cheers. Thanks, all right. mate. Cheers. Thank you very much.